Welcome back to the Second Take Podcast. We're here on episode 15. Have some updated takes for y'all. Uh, it's been a kind of hard day in the NFL for me today. Me too. Uh, took some ugly losses, but we're going to get into that later. Adam, you want to take it away for our topics? Yes, I will. Our topics today include, is Nick Saban the greatest quarter uh, coach in college football history? We'll be talking about the most, or who is our most storied college football program. An update on our fantasy football teams. Our thoughts on the Tua situation. Does Denver regret trading for Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City offense? Uh, today, we bring back Would You Rather. Um, we'll talk more about that when we get to that section. Um, who we had going into the day for our NFL picks and who we got for the next couple of hours and tomorrow. And then postseason baseball is around the corner. We'll be talking about that and our final takes. But today we start with Nick Saban being the greatest coach in football history, Longman. I mean, you, you, you could make an argument for Bear Bryant, but I feel like there is no college football coach that has dominated the modern era. Like Nick Saban, you know, who's been the head coach at Alabama since 2007. Um, I think it's really indisputable that he is the greatest college football coach to ever live. You know, I think one of the things that he does best is recruiting. And when it comes to college football, that's a part of coaching. But it's very important to get, you know, the five stars and the four stars to come and play for your program to win national championships. And he's done a tremendous job of that. Um, we have to realize that the players, you know, before he even got there, were not willing to go to Alabama before he, he kind of arrived there. Um, he create, he, And he has created such a dominant program that athletes kind of would be foolish not to go to. You know, if you had an offer from Alabama, that's, you know, if you didn't go there, that, that would be pretty foolish on your part. And I, I feel like he, he shows and he elevates players to their highest level, um, that he's all about winning as well as holding players accountable. That, you know, in 26 seasons as just a college football head coach, he has compiled a 274-67-1 record, including a 183-25 record since being the Alabama head coach. Um, his teams at Alabama have won eight SEC championships, while he has 10 SEC titles to his name, where he won it in 2001 and 2003 at LSU, along with seven national championships, with 2003 being at LSU. In Nick Saban, Nick Saban's six national championship seasons at Alabama, his team has gone 21 and two against top 10 opponents. And since 2008, the Crimson Tide has, have gone 35 and 12 against top 10 teams. Alabama has also been ranked number one in the press poll for the last for the last 14 straight years. So ranked number one 14 years in a row is nothing to overlook. So with that being said, you know, it's it's something that we can't overlook that when it comes to college football, especially, you know, in the modern era, Nick Saban, I think indisputably is the greatest football coach that college football coach that we've ever seen. I mean, there's really just no argument. There's no like no. counter argument for this. Like you can't say that Dabo Sweeney's anywhere close no. to him. You can't say I mean Kirby Smart's still very very early in his career, but Or Jimbo. Or, or Jimbo, you, you can't. I mean, you can't Stop. even put anyone in a conversation. Ed Ogeron, sure. Ed Ogeron, sure. Why not? You know what? Let's throw in Les Miles. Brian Kelly, yeah, yeah. But like, there's, there. I mean, you would have to go to the past to look up anyone that can compare to Nick Saban. Right. Like, no one now can even lay a finger on 
his success at Alabama or just anywhere he's touched. Right. I mean, I don't know if he was the head coach before, but Bear Bryant, you know, I I haven't looked up, you know, what he was before. But, you know, that's – I don't think that's something that can be overlooked either. But when it comes to college football, I I definitely agree that Nick Saban – I mean, I don't think any of us can really dispute that that he's, you know, been – I guess the model of college football and what head coaches have looked up to for the last decade. Mm-hmm. So, is Nick Saban the greatest college football coach of all time? Yes, with the exception of not coaching the greatest college football team ever, the 2019 LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Saban led LSU to a national championship in 2003, then with Bama in 2009, 11, 12, as well as college football playoff championships in 2015, 17, and 2020. So, yeah, seven national titles as a head coach, which is the most in college football history. And he's also compiled a record of 274 in 67 and one tie. Also 10 SEC titles. So he's basically the Tom Brady of college football coaches, in my opinion. Is Nobody's going to touch him for a while if they even do mm-hmm. or get relatively close. And that's on that. The numbers speak for themselves. And the amount of times we had to see fucking Alabama in the mm-hmm. national championship speaks yep. for itself, too. And we might as well. We might see it this season again. Well, and and I'll say this too. Like, I mean, we literally just saw LSU get annihilated by Tennessee, and That's one of the offensive, one, yeah, one of the offensive linemen was out. We didn't have, I think, some of the cornerbacks. If that's Alabama, you know, the next person they have up is just as good as their first string. So, like that level of dominance and a level of consistency is remarkable, especially for someone when it comes to college football. You know, you lose one player, you lose a star player, you got one sitting on the bench that's just equally as good. Like that, that's just hard to do, in my opinion. You know, whether you're, you know, Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, whoever it is, it's it's hard to do that. And he's done that consistently, day in and day out since 2007, since being named the the head coach at Alabama. I mean, we've. We could spit numbers at y'all all we want, but right. I mean nothing. Like I'll repeat my point: no one, no one lays a finger on what he's done in college football. No. Now we won't talk about what he did in the NFL, but we're no. just talking mm-hmm. about the greatest <laughs> college quarter yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah, it's Nick Saban. The answer yeah. is Nick Saban. I think so. Like when we were watching the A and M game last night, I think the last time he, cause I think they were up ten points. The last time he actually blew a ten point lead was in the college football playoff national championship against Clemson. I think it was in like 2016, 2017. So like, for you to be that dominant and that consistent, where teams aren't even like that close to you from a defense or an offensive perspective, is absolutely remarkable. And it it just goes to show you that he can. He can pull talent from anywhere in the country. Yeah. And so, like you said, his roster is just loaded year after year after year. If one man goes down, there's another five-star behind yeah. it or another four behind it. And he hates to – he tries to deny it, but he knows he knows that yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's created a dynasty over there, and I think that from really our perspective, we've watched him since, you know – 2007 2008 mm-hmm. and what he's done consistently over that period of time i mean that's that's just hard to do you know mm-hmm. extremely hard but now we talk about our who our most stored college programs are i'm gonna just say basically almost all the sec teams have just this historic privilege okay so yesterday watching the auburn georgia game i looked back on how deep that rivalry goes or how deep that 
those two colleges go. This is this has been a game that's happened since 1800s, late late 1800s. Mm-hmm. That that just and then for these two teams to still be relevant in today's game, more Georgia than Auburn, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago where Auburn was sitting pretty on top of the throne mm-hmm. with Cam Newton. Cam, yeah. And then years following, it just kind of squeaking into the top 10 every now and again. Mm-hmm. But those those couple teams, just with such rich history behind the game of football, I mean, that, that story doesn't just go between those two teams. It's a lot of SEC teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, you know, opening, like, basically the introduction of college football starts with some of the teams from the SEC. Oh, I, I think it starts and it ends with SEC teams, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like I said, I don't, I don't know who your top five is specifically, but like I think three, maybe four, you could probably argue as being the most story, you know, college football programs. Mm-hmm. Dave, um, realistically, like Adam said, we could say basically any SEC team, much less powerhouses like Alabama or Ohio State. Um, my favorite storied college football team would have to go all the way back to the 2008 florida gators so you just look you just look at the the way this team this team was just stacked with future nfl talent that we didn't know at the time get over that no keep going (laughs) so we had um you know, like Aaron Hernandez. I'm, you had the the beastly you talking about. Pouncy twins. Why? You you know what I'm talking about. You know, because mm-hmm. one was on my team, mm-hmm. one was on your team. Why would, why, why would they I were, say that? Like, come <laughs> they on. They were and they won a national championship. So in Ohio, they were, against Oklahoma. All led by who? All led by the preacher, Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. <laughs> and Riley right. Cooper. You had Riley Cooper, Percy Harvin, Cam Newton as your backup, and Urban Meyer as the head coach. <laughs> Now, if, we, I, we, if we, that no, no, no. whole team we, doesn't we, we show don't have story, to get into that. then I don't know what does. We don't have to get into that. What a fucking great NFL team. Oh I mean, God. my bad, college football team. Totally Apologize. Same thing, I guess. In this perspective. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to follow that. Um, I kind of went top five. Um, some of my favorite, you know, storied college football programs. I think number one has to be Alabama. You mm-hmm. know, 60 national championships. I mean, like we just talked about Nick Saban. There, there hasn't been a, a program that has dominated not just the modern era, but before that, like Alabama has, um, you know, um, winning as many national championships as they have. You know, Nick Saban winning seven of them is, is just remarkable. Um, my, my second favorite is Notre Dame, you know, with 13 national championships. Now, if, if you took a snapshot of the like kind of the middle ages of college football, um, from like its 50th anniversary in 1919 through 125th birthday in 1994, I think Notre Dame probably would be easily number one. Um, some of the you know the the most storied kind of head coaches, uh, Lou Holtz, you know, um, is, is a name that comes to mind. Brian Kelly, literally, just just being there, going from Notre Dame to LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and w- what they've done at that that level, you know, even though they haven't been. I wouldn't say relevant, but they haven't been as consistent since that 2012 season when they won, they played in the national championship against Alabama. But, you know, historically, they've been, you know, one of those top programs. Um, number three, Ohio State, 18 national, I mean, not 18, eight national championships. Um, 
Dave kind of alluded to Urban Meyer, you know, what he did at Florida, but also going from Florida. I think he was at Utah at one point, from Utah Maybe. to Florida to Ohio State. I mean, the level of consistency with that program through the historic, like, just history of it um, and what Ryan Day continuously has done for that program is something that we can't overlook. Um, at number four, I have Oklahoma. Surprisingly, it was seven national championships. Oklahoma hasn't been really anything. No, I wouldn't say – no, no. no. I take that back. Not nothing, but they haven't been that Oklahoma of 2008. Mm -hmm. They've been to the college football national championship with Lincoln Riley, with Baker Mayfield, with Kyler Murray. We understand that, but they just haven't been that level of domination that they're that we that we you know saw with Adrian Peterson as the running back, mm -hmm. you know, back in 08, 09. Um, and we, we haven't seen it, but historically, we we can't overlook what they've done for the game of college football. And then lastly, I think USC has to be in there. Um, yeah. At number five, um, you couldn't make an argument for Michigan, maybe. Um, you know, historically with like guys like Desmond Howard, um, you know, early, those kind of guys. That early 2000s USC team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially, you know, nine national championships. But I, I think that a lot of people are getting lost in what USC is today. Mm -hmm. Historically, USC has ranked in the top 10 of three of five different categories. Okay. They, they've historically that they have been a consistent football team they've been in the top 10 and they've been you know that that not want to say powerhouse but they've been you know a a top program you know even though they aren't that right now they were once that you know in in, in the past I mean, you can say um, they are pretty pretty decent right now yeah i mean you know, what you think about, you know, Pete Carroll being there and, you know, winning a lot over there and then what he's done to the, in the NFL level. Mm -hmm. You know, they've, they've produced a lot of different prospects. Matt, was it Matt Liner, if I'm not mistaken? Reggie Bush, you know, um, Troy Palomalu, just to name a few. You know, there's a lot of history at USC. Even though that they aren't what they once were right now and maybe they, they, they could be on that trajectory going back towards that, that level of dominance, but they have established so much in their past that it's it's hard for us to overlook. I completely agree. So now we move on to our fantasy football teams. And and just an update on our funny mm. fantasy football teams. I don't know who wants to take the reins on this one. Who wants I can go last. Oh, you want to go last? Of course you do. Why else wouldn't you? You know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Okay. So start off 2-0. Oh. One, one bad. This is, we're talking about our, our KOKFO. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Well, if if I can't talk about that one because I'm still losing on that one too. But um, started off two and zero, flowing right through it. My running back decided, you know, he wanted to get hurt, so I got like one point five, <laughs> one point five. I just points. don't think that a running back um, decides no, to get hurt. I, no, I, I think he, I think there was something out there. Like he was out to get me or something. So last COVID, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the week before Dave, we're gonna get taken down. Stop talking. I gotta cut so much stuff out of here, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but um no, I'm probably gonna leave it in. Um so yeah, I got like one point five points out of him. My my two wide receivers, I th I think I screwed myself. I went back to back wide receivers instead of going RB RB. Mm. That's that's where you usually shine too, I know. you back up. So but I, I, had, I had such a a messed up kind of situation where I was I was at the seventh spot. And by the time it got to me, it was, you can either have Justin Jefferson or you can have Alvin Kamara. I was like, I can't pass up on Justin. Like, at that, at that point, I had to. Mm -hmm. And then second pick, 
it was either Devontae Adams or it was Stephon Diggs. Mm. Well, mm. I, th- I think the best running back at that point may have been Aaron Jones. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. <sighs> See, I, 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 I got pulled in. I got pulled into the double wide receiver. And then the next round, I draft Travis Etienne, who hasn't done a damn thing. A goddamn thing positive. And then, <laughs> and then I, I draft Cam Akers in the next, the next round. Oh, and I, no, I, shit. I, I, been, I been dropped him. Been dropped him. I then draft Rashad Penny, who hasn't done nothing. He dropped, got hurt today, by well, the way. He dropped, he dropped 28 points last week. And got hurt today. Oh, yeah. But he dropped 28 points. Guess, who, he, guess where he was at? Where? My bench. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I have had a tough – and Justin Herbert, not, not to mention that – he punctured his lung, and he got an injection from the guy that that ruined Tyrod Taylor's career. So I'm not I'm not doing really well right now. Like even though he's playing just fine, it was it was a that that was a scary situation. But my 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 RB one RB one tears his ACL last week. Tear I drafted him in the I think the fourth round maybe. Okay, tears his ACL. My running. You talking about Javante? Mm-hmm. My running back number one is the Houston Texans running back. <laughs> My number one running back. Who is it this week? Damian Pierce. Who, who actually? Who, who got me? He, he got me twenty points, so I'm not upset about it. My running back two is Jamal Williams. Yeah, I like Jamal. Okay, he's in the Detroit Lions system. And behind DeAndre, behind DeAndre Swift. Swift is hurt right now, so that that, that doesn't help. That doesn't help at all. Um, I mean. I, I'm I'm struggling right now. I'm I I will say I'm two and two right now. So it's it's not the end of the world. And I I I hope if I lose this week, I'm up 112 to 9.3. <laughs> if I lose this week, I sell the team. Look, if you want Stefan and you want Justin, take him. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I need I'm done. a wide receiver, bro. I ain't lying. I'm done. You know, Actually, um, I'll, I'll take Justin. No, you fuck know? you. I want Justin. You get Stefan. <laughs> No, you should take Stefan. You a Bills fan? But that's, I got that's Gabriel. Why I, offered him. I already got Gabriel. I don't need. I don't want to. Oh my! This this is a hypothetical. But I'm just saying. Okay. You know, <laughs> if I were to lose, I mean, my my tight end hasn't been bad. You know, Goddard, yeah, whatever. Um, Garrett Wilson flex. I've I've been switching defense. I drafted the Saints defense, which has not mm. panned out at all. Um, uh, not to mention mm. last week, my kicker scored more points than my flex. That's tough. And more than my running back one. <laughs> that is hurt. That's so that pain. When, when Jamal, uh, Javante tore his ACL, my kicker had 14 points. He had 3.7. Mm. <laughs> See, and I would have lost either way because I was facing Cooper Cup and I was facing, I was trying, it, was, it was Thomas's team last week. Ooh. And he. The wild dragon lizards. Mm-hmm. The and wild they, dragon lizards. And, and he, I think he had Kyler went off. I think J.K. Dobbins went, like, everything that could go wrong went wrong for me <laughs> last week. And it. It's looking bright this. It's it's looking what, like up this week, but again, who knows? I, I, I feel you. I feel you. Not to that extent, but I'm also two and two, so I feel you on that extent. I think my team's on. Not the to cu- mention, you got forty points from this. Gabriel Davis has <laughs> two receptions for a hundred or two hundred ninety something yards and two touchdowns. Whatever it was, he has like 30, 35 <laughs> points. At the end of the day, he had three receptions for a hundred and seventy. Well, 171 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns for. I was playing Madden on rookie. Wait, how many? How many points was it? 32.1 points. See, Diggs had eight receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown, and I only got 24 from him. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's just a little stuff like that 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 <clears throat> pisses me off. So I'm not gonna lie. This week I needed to win. I needed a bounce back. I don't think I lost last week. No, I did. I'm on a two game losing streak right now. I'm I'm down bad right now. 
sorry to hear. Which, which isn't as bad because I'm second in, in, um, in our division, like in the West or whatever. It's like East and West. I'm yeah. second right oh, there. Oh, actually, no. In front of Corey. So the I'm reason fine. I won last week is because of the San Francisco pick six. Of course. Of course. I would have lost last week if San Francisco didn't get that pick six at the end of the game. Mm. Which, I, oh my God, would I have been... I was livid. So, I will say last week, I, was, I think I was up like 137, 120. And I was like, okay, whatever. Checked it. He still had Higby, Cup, and he had somebody else. I was like, now, could realistically, they get under the amount of... No. No. I, th- I think he got it within like the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. Cooper had 26 points yeah. by the end of that game. And then Clyde. Clyde has been god-awful. Mm-hmm. throughout the entire year but he decided to go off last week he's like you know what this 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 is a good week to score two touchdowns this is a good week to put up 22 points and then dobbins against the buffalo bills yeah he's like yeah i'm not playing well against one of the best you know uh defenses against the run let, let me put up 25 so you know so i won my first week i lost my second week to thomas thomas is Ruthless right now. Tearing, I mean, tearing through our team. He's 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 all right. Can't really. Did you? Oh, I was about to say. Did you? You played him. I'm playing him right now. Are you winning? Duh. Okay. He does have. Sorry. He did have Teddy Bridgewater playing. So he did have Bridgewater <laughs> yeah, playing. Yeah. He texted so, me. So, he texted me that halfway through the game. He's like, "Bro, is Bridgewater not in the game?" I said, "No, you got hurt concussion protocol." <laughs> Wait, what? We'll get to that segment in a little bit, but then I I lost to Dave. So I was you still to- have Lamar. Kelsey and oh my god! You see it, you god, see it. Damn, he should, he should be fine. You, your strategy is, it's always a running back, and then it's always every time I play with you, it's Kelsey in the second <laughs> round, no matter what. <laughs> every time, safe points right there. We're gonna get into my team after Adams done. Though. God, I did lose to Dave, and what made that loss even sting more was that was also the Bills losing to the Dolphins that mm. day. So that was a double sting on don't, that one. Don't, don't, don't get me started on that. We, we already know who that was. And then, like I said, last week I won because my, fan, my, my defense scored a pick six at the end of the game, which pushed me ahead by seven points. And then this week I'm winning against Corey, and I'm projected to win the whole thing, the whole uh, the game. And I still got two players. I got Mark Andrews and Devontae Adams still to play. I think you're fine. And well, he, ha- he just has Patrick Mahomes, and he has um, – Hollywood Brown and Zachary's playing. Well, right Hollywood Brown just scored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 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 gonna need a win this week because I play you next week and then I play you the week after. So <laughs> I, 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 need, I need to be three and two at least. If I'm two and three, I'm done. See, well, my problem is right now is that I don't have like a, a reliable starting quarterback. Like I, I think I, I told you you, you, uh, you want Herbert and you give me a running back? Bro, I'll give you either I'll I'll, I'll give you Carter for No, never mind. I'm good. I'll give you Michael Carter. He had 17. Brees Hall. I have both fucking Jets running backs, and they both scored over double digits today. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's make a, a same team swap. I'll give you Herbert. You give me Eckler. No. Okay, well. That's my first pick. I'll, I'll throw in um, Austin Garrett Nick, Wilson. Austin Eck. We'll get Bro, to it. I'm trying to get in on this move. I need a wide receiver. <laughs> I need a running back. We'll get to talking later. I got I got a bunch of them. <laughs> Dave's like the actual Dolphin. You got like, like a hoarder for running backs. Dave got running backs for Dave. So... I'm going to get into my team real fast. The Lafayette Lucas are leading the league at 4-0 undefeated. We're on track to win our fifth game in a row this week against the Wild Dragon Lizards. I'm about to start. I'm about to finish. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, go through the list of my starters right now just so y'all can understand how good my team actually is. So I have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, my two running backs, Scary Terry at wide receiver one, Amon St. Brown at wide receiver two, Travis Kelsey at tight end, 
Josh Jacobs actually at my flex. I got the Bills defense and Graham Gano kicking, now, baby. Now that I'm hearing this, how the hell do we let him draft that? <laughs> I, I used to ask that question about you every uh, every year we play with how? you. How? My, like, sole, my sole purpose for this draft was to fuck you over. I'm oh. telling you. That was my sole <laughs> oh. purpose. I didn't give a fuck who else I drafted as long as Lawman couldn't get the productful hmm. players. And, All right, and I, so, I, I was picking right after him. I went to Ama, <laughs> and I run, and I went to Kelsey, and he, I mean, you took both of them. Where, here's a little flashback for our viewers, our listeners here. We have played multiple years worth of fantasy football with Longman. Longman always ends up with two running backs that everyone's like, okay, you pick these two running backs, and those two running backs average like thirty points a game. We've had that multiple years with Longman, so for him to not have two dominant running backs this year. It, it's, it's very satisfying. No, I, I, I got screwed right off the bat when it came to the draft order. At seven, I was oh, I was done right off the bat. <laughs> what was, what, I, I don't remember what year it was, but it was one of those years you had, I think, Melvin Ingram and Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. And those two oh, yeah. that year produced. Those were fucking stomping us, mm-hmm. bro. It was like 30. It was, I remember one week, it was just like, your quarterback could have thrown four picks, but they both had 30 points a piece and i was like bro this is 13 to 3 so i'm gonna I'm run through the um league standings right fast so far through five weeks uh the lafayette lucas at first we have the wild dragon lizards and lafayette jay blunts tied for second we also have bill's mafia um double dip p pushers the money team vaughn and digs in a blanket all tied for third damn and mm. we have the vet motors and pressure pies tied for fourth and the lone team whittington has not won a game yet oh and four i don't think they will either. see and that's what i'm playing this week if like i said if he beats me and he gets that first win i'm done i'm i'm 100 done see that those are that's one of those teams where i text ethan on the low and i'll be like hey can you just hand me one of these players? I know. On, on top like, of that, whoever wins, whoever wins this league, I will personally buy a tequila shot at KOK for the Sunday Fun Day after the league ends. Well, for the so, person that that wins, that league? wins. Okay. Yeah, you're so kind. It might be myself. It won't. You're so kind. <laughs> it won't. My favorite tequila shot. I feel. Yeah. Like, I feel. Like, I feel like it's gonna be at least one of us. At least one of us gonna be in the championship. I don't know. Probably him. It probably will be, but. With that, so. you, you can only hope. You can with, only pray. With that team, he was announcing. Mm. Now, I will say real quick, my Canes League team, kind of fire. I got uh, how many? How many teams in it? I want to say twelve. Okay. I just, I just want context because if, it, if it's a good team, then I know you drafted with a bunch of idiots. Actually, no, fourteen. Oh my. Okay. So fourteen players in this uh, okay. league. Just uh, Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. Okay. Austin Eckler, uh, Jamal Williams, AJ Brown, Gabriel Davis, uh, uh, what is it? Will Disley, mm. Tony Pollard, uh, David Njoku. That's actually not that bad. Will Lutz and the Kansas City Chiefs defense as of right now. And I have the Steelers defense on the bench. Mm. Dude, the first like three weeks, they were producing. Mm-hmm. As soon as TJ, TJ fell, yep. mm-hmm. literally, so that league points just vary insanely for that league. First week against the Bengals, they scored me forty-four points. Mm-hmm. That defense, and then since then they've they haven't been the same. Mm-hmm. They've just yeah. crumbled after that one. Should, should should we even waste our time going into our practice league, even though they're a lot, a lot better than <laughs> nah. than the KOK? We made we made two practice leagues, yeah. but. <clears throat> 
you know those those leagues are kind of just fun yeah work. i don't pay attention to my practice league i've never changed out the starters ever and that's so messed no up fun. because i do it every week and he's he's beating me <laughs> <laughs> it's so messed up i'm like one and three right now i'm just saying in one of our practice leagues i'm three and one the other one i'm four and oh you're but well, what, what, hold on. which one am i playing you today I know, I know i'm playing you today and the one i'm four and oh in oh good you're gonna go three and two We're both Actually, the same you're, record. Play, you're playing me in both of the practice leagues really? today yeah oh yeah you're projected, you're projected to win both of them Let's big. Go. Come on. Big money. I'm good. Tough. Oh, well. <sighs> all right, Dave. Are you ready? Because <sighs> yeah. this next topic is all about you mm. and yeah. what y'all team did to Tua Tugavaloa. You you had a strong opinion of this whenever um, it happened. Like on, I think it was on a Thursday night game whenever. Because yeah. yeah. it was very inhumane. Yeah. 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 I mean, if someone's wobbling – looking like they have nerve injury and then three days later you're sending them right back out to go play one of the more dangerous games mm-hmm. in america yeah i don't i feel some type of way because that's an actual human being mm-hmm. i don't care how bad you want to win is it worth losing who you've tanked for is it worth losing your franchise player because you wanted just an extra win which you also ended up losing that game right i didn't, I didn't see there was much point of him playing that game me neither Especially because Tua did, or not Tua, uh, Teddy did actually kind of good once mm-hmm. he was out. So to say you weren't relying, that you couldn't, you couldn't go a week without Tua, is just insane to me. Mm-hmm. Especially out after the way he reacted to the hit on that previous Sunday, getting up wobbling, had to be escorted off the field, going under a quote unquote concussion protocol, gets sent back out the next quarter, barely produced for his team. They still end up winning, then sending him out to Cincinnati the next week, three days later, mm-hmm. to go play two halves or uh, two quarters worth of football, and then watching that horrendous injury and saying, "You know, we just really wanted to win that bad." Mm-hmm. Just yep. that's that's inhumane oh, yeah. by we, any we by any and every means. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. But well, Dave, please. Oh, rebuke, enlighten rebuke us. That statement. Please enlighten us. As a Dolphins fan, oh, I just want to say mm-hmm. this couldn't have come at a worse time. Um, coming off of three and zero, you know, all the fire underneath our asses to just keep producing. Um, we just got caught in a fuck situation on a short week, and the team doctor who misdiagnosed him is now no longer employed. Um, I would hope so. Through the, through the whole investigation, the NFLPA came out and announced that the Dolphins followed all the right protocols no, they didn't. and made all the right decisions no, through the paperwork, no, through the official legal documents. God damn. So, yep. I mean, regardless on what people think, if they lying or not, there was no evidence found you, of mal, you, you, mal foul play in the Dolphins in the Dolphins organization. You know, they could have they could have sat him and made an organizational call, but you know if the doctor tells you he could play he, he could play you know what i'm saying like you're gonna go off of the quote-unquote professional's opinion i mean obviously it was wrong you mean you you think that you for one second i'm gonna believe that they actually follow protocol he went down against the buffalo bills could are barely, you investigating them no the no, no, nflpa no, 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 was no, 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 and they no, no, didn't no, find no, it no, wrong no 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 you mean to tell me and you you expect me to believe that he went down against the buffalo bills couldn't stand up 
you know, in his mobile instability, couldn't walk to the damn sideline by himself. And you think that, and you want me to believe that they followed the protocol and three days later he was okay to play? No, that that's absolute BS. That's something you got to take up with the NFLPA. You, you think that you actually, fall, that's that's ridiculous. That's, that's I don't it. think anything. I'm that's not a doctor. You I'm you, not you a Twitter doctor that, you, that you, everybody who was you diagnosed someone they, was with. They, they quote unquote follow protocol. No, Because they that's you exactly know. what happened in the paperwork. You if, had, if, all if, I heard after this game was enjoy that investigation, enjoy that investigation. If you and there was nothing. Nothing we, that was foul play about the investigation is what we found out. We watched we fired, that game. We fired the doctor based on reports, based on reports of how it would look in the media. Like no, from all you, we know, no, from all we know, stop. From all they did we not know, fire I mean, because of that. From stop. all we know, from all we know, through the investigation, is that it was a simple misdiagnosis. We didn't handle a mis, it. A mis a misdiagnosis. Oh, we're sorry. We we put your life on the line. We we said that you were okay to play when and you actually weren't okay to play. No really? longer employed. Really. Well, the paperwork came out. God. We didn't. We didn't do anything foul. What an absolute we didn't, embarrassment. The invest. There was a full on investigation for at least a week and we, a half. All on three of us. How he was handled in the locker room on the protocol he followed on all that, and the nothing came out against the Dolphins besides the doctor being fired. Yeah. It was a part of the Dolphins. Yeah, because he misdiagnosed. And so, yeah. we mm-hmm. all even mm-hmm. hate yeah. Roger Goodell in this room sitting down, but the NFLPA, they went through it and. Clearly didn't find nothing wrong. There was obviously, no, obviously something they did, that they was. Fi- they fired the one that, that diagnosed him with it. They, they obviously was, did find something wrong with it. But but in the paperwork, in the paperwork, did the Dolphins get disciplined for not following protocol? No. I've read through every single page. Oh, I'm sure you did. Every single fucking page because yep. I was ready for this. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins did not, did not break any rules according to the nflpa no what no, does the nflpa stand for the, the physician that was on staff national football league fo- player did not follow there you go did not follow protocol which means that he that he misdiagnosed him which he's a part of the dolphins organization at that time so the dolphins actually did something well wrong. obviously he was an outside source well, that's what the came out in the paperwork that, that in that document said that he that um the nfl player association fired the the the, the doctor who cleared to it a return mm-hmm. in that game um after he found that there were several mistakes in his evaluation so for you say that that they follow protocol and that there was now I'm not saying that there wasn't anything wrong with it, but there was obviously there was mistakes in there that should have been found. No matter what, you should not, as the Dolphins organization, put the life of another player on the line just to win a football game, as Adam said. I don't care if you're you're going out there to be three and oh, four and oh, or five or whatever it is, three and four, three and three, whatever. You cannot, as an organization, go through the protocols. And fully expect somebody that just got up from the ground that can't walk on his own to expect him to go back into the game and to produce at a high level. Not to mention going three days later that normally it takes about a week for the like we just saw today. There was a lot of concussions. It takes them about a week to to clear concussion protocol. At least a week. And for three days later, for him to go back in, there's absolute BS. And that's an embarrassment on the Dolphins organization by allowing him to even play in that game on Thursday night. You hire, you have, every team has doctors. They go to school for this. They go to school to learn this. Mm -hmm. You go to the doctor yourself. You go straight to the pediatrician. They say, oh, you need this this type of medicine to get rid of whatever you got. Mm -hmm. You're going to take that medicine with no questions asked, right? That's exactly what the That's, Dolphins did. They took his information with no questions asked because he's a fucking doctor. Obviously, so they, he made a mistake. So, so he made a mistake, but so it's they not did. on the organization. It's on the doctor. So when so when you're watching the game and you see and you see him wobbling, you're saying, "Oh, if he clears, I'm gonna put him right back in the game." No, you're not. You're not putting him back in the game. Whether or not that doctor clears him or not, he could not stand on his own. He had to be helped off the field. 
if the doctor clears him, you the, put him back yeah, okay. in the game. That's so what every so organization Mike does. As Mike McDaniel, you see him wobbling, and, he, and the doctor says, hey, he's cleared to play. You, as Mike McDaniel, should have that's, not that's put first him off, back that's in the game. First off, that's not even a fair assessment because no, we don't know is. who made the call to put him back no, in the game. No, 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 no. Well, what do you mean? Mike McDaniel's the head coach. If... Whenever, so you're saying if they we don't clear, know, we he's don't putting know him if, back. We don't no, 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 know if it no, no, came no, no, from no, no, the higher no, no, ups no, no, in his no, no, headset no, no, no. or what. No, 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 no. The head coach not makes the final decision. decision. The head coach makes that final decision. He should have not put Tua back in the game because he saw with his own eyes that he could not stand on his own. You hire doctors for a reason. Oh, my God. Dave. You hire really? doctors for a simple Dave, reason, no matter really? what the injury is. If a player says Dave, they can come back, if, if the if he clears the protocols that the doctors give him, that say he can come back, he can come back. Dave, Obviously, the doctor gave him a miss, a misdiagnose on the head injury, and now he's out for probably greater than See, five weeks. That, that's the issue I have right there. Oh, he, he, might, he misdiagnosed him as well. You put his life on the line. For a concussion, I've I've exp- I've seen Pat Fryermuth on the Steelers. He suffers two concussions in back-to-back weeks, and the, I think the, the following two weeks they they said, you know what, you need to rest, you need to fully recover from this. As an organization, and you're just sitting there saying, hey, they misdiagnosed him, whatever. You put his life on the line just to win a football game, and then three days later did the exact same thing. So so let me ask you this: What about the JJ Watt situation? He Dave, flatlined Dave, on Wednesday and played Sunday. Dave, what does that have to do with anything? Dave. Joe Burrow came out and said he had multiple concussions Dave. and stayed in the game. Okay. It's just it's literally I, because y'all Dave, didn't get caught. Dave, Dave. That's that's literally what it is. I told you both of you both of y'all this in the group message. I will always put the player's health before anything else. If they come out and they need full they, they need another week to rest when it comes to a concussion, whether it comes to an irregular heartbeat, whatever it is, I'm always gonna put their It's not health. an irregular heartbeat, his heart stopped. No, it's he died. Ir- no, it's an irregular if Whatever it is, it don't matter. For <laughs> fuck, you it's went not, flatline. It don't matter. It, whatever it is, it's still a health situation. So, like I've said, I will always put their health above them. It for you to 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 sit there and and, and say that, and I, I understand where you're coming from. But as a a watcher of the game, as we all are, I will always put the player's health before them actually playing on the field. Because okay. if if you go out there with a concussion, whatever it is, knowing that you are not fully healthy and there's a possibility that something worse can go wrong from that. I'm always going to put your health above everything so else. Where, and I told where you that is in the, the criticism? Message. Where is the criticism for the Chargers last week when Justin Herbert went out there with three cracked ribs and played in a game against the Jaguars and got beat? A rib injury and a concussion are not even well, like close you to said, the same regar- thing. Like you said, regardless no, no, what it is, they're, it's they're a health the, situation, no, no, no. right? Yes, regardless what it is, it's a health situation. Di- no, they're two different. When it comes to a head injury and a cracked rib. That's two different medical situations. Okay, so J.J. Watt's heart stopping. Okay. That's not look, as bad as no, a concussion? Dude, hey, look, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Whoever cleared him to play in that game should be fired. Whoever okay. cleared J.J. Watt to play, who, who did they play? Do you remember? Like Was it, was, was it the Raiders, maybe? I don't remember. I don't know. Whoever cleared him to play and said, hey, you went and got, what well, was like an, it was like an ultrasound or something that they, that they did? No, he went, he went AFib, which is like flatline. Okay. So, for them to sit there and they and they cleared him to play, that person should be fired. No questions asked. I completely agree with that. Whether it's a concussion, whether it's your heart completely stopping, you could literally die on the field while playing. That, whoever cleared him to play should be fired. But for you to sit there and say, well, what's the, what, what about Justin Herbert and his, a rib injury and a concussion are two completely different medical situations. But regardless, it's a health situation, right? 
Yeah. If but, you generally yeah, care, if someone he's can't your franchise. Walk. Someone can't walk and is wobbling all over the field versus someone that who has can't a little cracked, cracked rib. He had three cartilage God, fractures damn, and dude. had to get a fucking shot before the game so he wouldn't feel it. God, you you're you're really gonna sit there and say that a concussion and, and, and cracked rib and, and cracked ribs are the exact same. Uh, I never uh, said they were the no, exact but same no, thing. No, 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 but you're you're bringing it up saying that it's almost it's, it's, it's similar th- near the same situation. No, it's not. a concussion and a cracked rib. No, it's not. Regardless, it's a health issue. If you're about player it is, safety, it, it doesn't matter if they got a twisted no, ankle or a concussion. It is. You're but, gonna take them out the fucking game. It is. But a head and injury and a, right. and a rib injury are two completely different things. I don't know what you what you mean. It, yeah, they're different they're, injuries, but they're the same situation. I, I, I agree that they're both medical situations but those are two completely different scenarios a head injury versus a cracked ri- or however many cracked ribs he had that's two different scenarios so i don't i don't really i don't i don't see the the point in this topic specifically because regardless the nfl found no evidence on them they found no evidence in the whole investigation no, they did if they had to fire the 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 one that misdiagnosed him. That they, they found several mistakes before, in his evaluation before the investigation really took off they fired him after that game no, they. Yes, no, they, they did. He was Dave. fired the next day. No, they did. He was fired. The doctor no, was fired the next didn't. day. He was fired like the, on Wednesday. No, the the doctor After was they fired. They went through on his Friday. investigation. Then they found several mistakes in it. Then he was fired. The doctor was fired on Friday. No, he the wasn't. next day, it was reported that the doctor no, was fired. He wasn't. See, another fucked thing about that situation is that he shouldn't have flown home that day. I don't think he should have flown home either. Uh, I mean, the the whole situation behind two is i don't think they should have let him out the hospital well yeah they shouldn't have let him out the hospital they they definitely shouldn't have let him fly home shouldn't have even had him in the game but but the whole situation obviously as y'all two have been saying was mishandled because it was it doesn't matter i mean dave you're basically saying that oh if i tweak my ankle that means i technically i can't go back in the game no okay so they evaluated that he was healthy enough to play through it okay so if i the doctor did if I tweak my ankle, I'm te- I'm and I'm technically can't go back in. No, I never said that. I mean, you're saying that a rib injury mm-hmm. that I got yeah. treated for. Mm-hmm. Nope. I can't go back in for. No, I never said that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. is oh, okay. hold the same standard to them that you, you're holding it's, for Tua. It's, it's different. Situ- a rolled ankle and cracked rib and a concussion. There's a three different scenarios. There's still injuries and there's still health concerns. Those are three different scenarios. A head injury, an ankle injury, and crack and, and a rib injury. That's that's three different situations. Right. And you're bringing them all back to health concerns, like oh they're all God, the same. Dave. Health concerns, right? No, you're so no, like, no, if, you're, no, if Justin no, Herbert. You know God you know, forbid. You're saying that all three of them are God the same. Forbid, that's if what Justin, you're saying. If Justin Herbert goes down the wrong way in that game and one of his ribs breaks and punctures his lung, he got a hole in his lung and he's still in the fucking game, and they're gonna take him out and evaluate him and say he can't come back in. Obviously, like I've been saying this whole time, the doctor has misdiagnosed him. And clearly, he was punished for it. But the Dolphins organization as a whole followed the protocols that was given to them by the doctors. Dave, you can do things to help. You know, like I can, if I have a headache, I could take medicine and help the headache go away for the time being. Same with that rib injury. He got a shot so he wouldn't feel the pain during the game. Doesn't mean that it would just magically disappear. Right. You can't do that for a concussion. Right, but you if, can't just, if you the can't doctor just says that, hand, if the doctor right tells the organization that he passed all the available protocols that needed to be passed, then didn't why not bring him back into the game? I get that he didn't. Clearly, what happened, he didn't pass concussion protocol. But the organization, from their understanding, and the doctor that, that it was employed by them, told them that he passed. Dave, but at that point, as a coach, as a higher-up, not 
as a coach, as a GM, as an owner, you have to take our the, owner's not even in the fucking building. Okay, well, as your GM who might have been at the game, or your coach who was definitely at the game, th- that's an eye test at that point. You saw Thank the you. play. Thank you. That's 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 my whole point. It's an what he saw his mo- his mobile instability when he got up from that hit against the Buffalo Bills. Even if he was clear to play, he should not. As Mike McDaniel, whether you the organization, the doc, whoever cleared him to go back. Mike McDaniel, as the higher, as the head coach who makes the final decision, should not have let him in that game and should not have had him in that that, that Thursday night football game. He shouldn't, because like I said, it takes at least five days for you to pass concussion protocol. We see that with our with NFL players. If they get a concussion on Sunday, we don't know if they're playing until Sunday morning. It takes a a, a while to go through concussion protocol and to actually pass concussion protocol. So, what is the evaluation they give in the locker room? None of us know that. What do you mean? None of us know the evaluation they give in the locker room. Everybody who gets hey, a concussion hey, gets hey, taken hey, to the hey, locker room. Follow my finger. Are you good? Is that, is that what you talking about the evaluation of the player? Oh, what, whatever it hey, is. Hey, 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 spell your first yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. Like, that, it, it, I mean, regardless, if every you have team a concussion, has a you're not going back in that game, and you might not even. You, you're sure as clearly, hell. You're clearly, clearly, sure as hell not playing in that third. Clearly, night football the doctor game. didn't not. think he had a he had a concussion. Think, see, that's the obviously. That's the okay. My God. I also, <sighs> another thing about that situation is that you don't know how how much you just shortened another man's Thank life you. just by sending him out to go get another concussion on top of that. Because you got to think. I mean, I know I've said it, like kind of semi-joking, semi-not-joking, that he should retire. But not he has he has all the all the reasons to retire at this point. Because mm-hmm. now his his health is beyond could be beyond repair at this point. You don't know what what's going on in his CT. head. We haven't heard anything about to his health since the second concussion. So we don't know if he's going to be done for the season done for the year done for the rest of his life we don't know and we'll, i guess we'll keep all updated on the Tua situation the more we get words from it but i think not only was it mishandled it was misjudged by p- plenty of people on the dolphins organization yeah, it, it, it wasn't one person i hope you know it, it, was, it was multiple multiple people but okay yeah. and just because the doctor that is now fired said that he's okay doesn't just mean that everyone clicked and said Yep, I guess if the doctor says it's yep. okay, because I definitely didn't see him wobble off the field or anything. Nope. But the doctor said it's all right. I guess he's good to go. Right. Like, no. Just a final word before. You got to have your own eye test. Ridiculous. As a coach, as a GM, as, I mean, even if I'm a teammate of his, if I'm an old lineman and I see I have to help my, my teammate up and off the field, I will go up to my coach personally and be like, no. I will not Thank you. stand for you putting out someone who can't even move by himself. Especially the franchise. Franchise quarterback. I think many people are to blame. They fired at least the one that caused for the most concern, but there's still a lot of eyes that need to be checked. Especially, I mean, again, you can't just say, oh, yep, he's good to go. Kill. Yep. No, Doctor said. Group. Doctor's orders. You said he's good to go. I mean, we got to win this football game, especially against a divisional rival. Got to win it. But we move on from Tua. And injuries are part of the game. Yeah, obviously it's part of every game. 
I mean, baseball, you get hit in the face with a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. I mean, we've seen it in basketball. People's bones stick out of people's bodies. Injury is part of every game. Deal with it. You know, you, you knew the consequences. You're, you're okay. Move on. That 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 is horrible. That that is such a bad take. That, that really is. Deal with it. That that, that with the little glassy on. motion. No, move on. on my face. The little glass. That's embarrassing. Stop. That was bad. But we move on to. Do you think the Denver Broncos regret trading for Russell Wilson? I would. And paying them all that fucking money. I think they have them to what thirty two thousand what. 30? Something like that. 264, 264 million, I think. Hey, Jacob, how long did that contract last? Seven years. Mm. Mm. Broncos country, y'all riding? <laughs> Broncos country got a new chef. Mm. Seven years. And he ain't mm. cooking up shit but hot dogs and cereal. Mm. Nah, that man is cooking up them Lunchables. Mm. Not, Not even, even the, the worst ones, the, the pizza ones Lunchables. <laughs> Not even the good ones. Bro, he's not cooking up a damn thing. Man, them. Besides dog shit, I'm, I'm I'm sure John Elway and all the players are sick and tired of hearing Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 sure that they're just fed up with it all. So my my take on Russell Wilson is he getting worse in Denver? Russ is cook. Russ cooking is the equivalent of putting a sardine in my beer right now. Um, he That's damn near disgusting. <laughs> he damn near gave KJ Hamilton an aneurysm missing him wide open in the that end was, zone that was bad. didn't even look at him like didn't even look his way richard sherman at flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> and my my whole thing about the denver broncos is you lose your starting running back to acl tear which Thank he you was for reminding me. it sucks because he was really predicted to be one of the best running backs mm-hmm. in the league this year yeah. um this is his second year in the nfl if I, if I think I so how do you how do you unc um and for the broncos as a whole my thing is, if you can't beat a beat-up Colts team without Jonathan Taylor, how do you plan to make any type of splash in the AFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially in that division, the AFC mm-hmm. West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with, Pretty the, weak. with Pretty the Raiders, weak. with the Chiefs, with I don't know if the it, Chargers. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw that, but he he said that um, there's a report that came out that he's been dealing with a shoulder injury. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. my God, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. Cop out. Like, yeah. what a fucking pussy. First off, <laughs> future is still, still fucking Sierra. I mm. want to get that out the way. That's why you're playing like shit. Mm. Um, mm. Second, everything you do in the media gives me the cringe chills. Every single thing you do. He's, Mr. What he called himself? Mr. Alt. What he's. What he said? Mr. Ultimate I, or I, something? I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The dangerous <laughs> subway sandwich, like you need to chill out, bro. Dude, that that is <laughs> cringy. Jacob just quoted, quoted the commercial. Wait, Russ goes, it's spicy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that that commercial, that was horrible. Is, that's that's horrible. That really is. You should never it's, make a commercial when you're asking the audience to repeat something back to you, or like Broncos country. If you ask him a question, you should never answer as a commercial. Like he asked, he asked the audience. He goes, "What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done?" He I guess paused, I guess throwing the ball. He paused and then he goes, "Oh, I didn't know you were like that." It's like, bro, shut no, up. So the most weird, cringiest dude. Russell Wilson moment is when he's fucking. It's pregame warmups and he does a huddle by himself. Oh, and, and oh he's Seattle. To himself, yeah. Wait, he's doing a little the arms <laughs> oh, open. Oh, that or too. Oh, when that, he's praying okay. on the emblem, but yeah. I'm talking about the one he's doing pregame warmups and he's in a huddle by himself, like oh acting like he's gosh. in a huddle. He's like. It's like boo four two go. And he was like, when he goes, he's talking to himself, bro. Oh he's running down the field. He goes, when he goes down, when he goes down, run the zig, run the zig. Like talking to himself, like he's a receiver. Oh Nobody else God. is around him. I don't know if y'all remember last year. Whenever he was hurt, he was like running 
like sequences of plays by himself. I do remember that. Yeah, just like in warm ups, like with the cast on his hand Dude. and everything. Just get your workout. Just get your workout in and just stand on the sideline, or just go sign autographs. Right yeah, now. something like that. I think instead of Broncos Country, let's ride. It should be Broncos Country. Let's cry. Like it's they're, they're, or Broncos that bad. Or Broncos Bron- Country. We tried. We try. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. I mean, we we saw that Thursday. I don't twelve to nine. I think I watched like maybe some of the first quarter, and I was done after that. I, I was not watching that that medi- mediocrity of football. That, <laughs> that am- no, that was bottom that, bottom of the barrel football. That they tried to you know put that out there. I mean, like I've I've seen so many primetime games with the Broncos over the last you know four or five weeks. It's embarrassing. It, it really is. Um, Amazon, you know, Amazon is dropping the ball with their I'm, games. I'm telling you. Um, I, I mean, not, especially because next week you got what the Commanders versus the Bears. Yeah. Let me start on that. <laughs> yeah. Riveting game. Yeah, what. But the thing too is like like I just said the shoulder injury that's that's no excuse. You have a top a top offensive line. It's not top five, but it, I mean it's it's a lot better what you had in Seattle. You have playmakers like Jerry Judy, Cam Sutton, um, not Sutton, um, what's his name, Cortland Sutton, um, and, and KJ Hamler. And the defense is, I mean, I would say you above, know very above average, very above average defense. You Bradley know? Chubb is a serious threat. Yeah, Low. yeah, absolutely. You know the the Broncos gave up multiple first round picks. Many you know? wins on that snappers team with Bradley Chubb. I'm telling you. You know, um, they signed him to a two hundred million dollar plus extension, contract extension. Um, and yet, Seattle, the Seattle um, Seahawks are probably happy that they traded him away and got Geno Smith right now. You know, oh yeah. Um, I mean, you you watch Russ play, and you realize really quickly that if it's not one on one on the outside, or if it's not his first read, he doesn't panics. He he panics. He doesn't complete many passes, and he tries to run outside the pocket. You know, he's thirty something years old. It it it. It doesn't work like it used to in Seattle. You might be able to scramble outside the pocket and get positive yards, but it, it it's not working in Denver. It really isn't. Um, and you know, kind of go off of that. His his season this year, he has 980 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, and one interception. And we're six. I said six games, five uh, six games into five, the season. Five. That's that's not overly impressive. How many interceptions? Um, he has one, which I mean that's probably been updated. You, wait. I think that one came from this Thursday's game, too. I'm probably and so. I remember watching that play. There was no one no. where he threw that no. ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like Dave said, I mean, in that Thursday game, fourth and one, not only did they not run the ball, he misses a wide open. You think he'd learn his fucking yeah. lesson. You would yeah. think, huh? Yeah, you, you, would, think. you would think, yeah. You know? You would think maybe um, if I had PTSD, I would be like, you know what? We're audibling out does, of this call. Doesn't hit a wide open receiver running a slam route, which is all you need. on. You, you don't even need to score in the end zone. All you need is a yard, you mm-hmm. know? Just hit KJ Hamler, get you know, and and then run the ball after that. But like Russell, he tries to make the big play, and he went in the end zone. And it was incomplete. Um, and I I couldn't find the stats of this. I saw it the other day on Twitter, but I want to put it into the perspective of how bad Russell has been this year. Him and Mitchell Trubisky, who just got benched, have about the same completion percentage in QBR. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was identical. Damn, that's bad. bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I think Com- being compared to Mitch Trubisky in the first place is yeah. very mm. bad. I think yeah. him and him and DJ Khaled are about on the same level of cringe right now, just in the public eye. Oh yeah, I mean you got DJ Khaled rocking around. God did. Yeah. Hey, they didn't believe in us. Yeah. God, God did. did. And then you got <laughs> then you got um Russ over here. Hey, Broncos country. Let's ride. Right. Let's ride. <laughs> I mean, they they about on the same level, I would have to say. I think Broncos fans are just sick and tired of hearing that. I would. They were leaving the game. They'd probably much rather Drew Locke right now. Much less he ended his fucking post-game speech after the Colts game with that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I, 
where they went wrong was hiring Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. What in the, and I know he was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay. What has he done really in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers? They well, haven't won anything. He doesn't know. They haven't time. won any playoff games. He doesn't know anything about time management. No, that's it. Yeah. It, I mean, you can uh, there's an excuse to be made where you're like, "Okay, what if uh what if it's all his fault and not Russ's fault?" Sure, there's an argument somewhere that you can try to make with that, but at the his end of the defense day, defense is performing your offense, yeah. isn't it? It's about it's about execution at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's about performance. You you you, you have Nathaniel Hackett as a like he was offensive coordinator last year at Green Bay. You know he has play calls in there that'll get the job done. It's about execution on Russ's part. Mm-hmm. And watching some of those plays on Thursday, Russ either throws behind the receiver or he just overshoots the receiver altogether. He just it's it's not the it's not the same accuracy that we saw in Seattle. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, at the end of the day, if you're Seattle, you're looking at this as a win. Oh yeah, you got multiple first round picks. Yeah, multiple no first fan. round picks. I mean, what you're three and two after today? Two and three. Two. I think is it two and three? Two and three. Yeah, because lost the Saints. You're right. I thought they were three and two before the Saints. Which is still crazy that they even won two games, but. It is. With Geno Smith. Geno Smith, yeah. I think he's in his eighth year, and this is his first like, career start. Mm-hmm. Or first like, season right. as a starter. No, he started in New York. He oh, started in New York Jets. It was him and Michael Vick. Oh. Okay. Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Okay. Go look it up. That's crazy. I'll try. That's, one of, the, that's one of those stats that I won't believe until I see it. I guess I'll have to look it up later. But, yeah. The Seattle Seahawks definitely... As of right now, have definitely won that trade. Until the Broncos figure out what they're doing wrong, besides Russ, the Seattle Seahawks. Won. It's really just Russ at this point. It really is. Play calling, but Russ for the most part. Dangerous. Now, please don't say that. Because all I can think about <laughs> so, is the someone quote tweeted. Um, it was like whenever he was at his press press conference, whenever um, he was signing or he's trading everything, and he had his jersey and had, you know Wilson three. It was like Wilson three, and then someone put on underneath it uh, three and out something like that. That's Wilson that's three and out. I mean that, that's that's about the Broncos' offense right there. Mm-hmm. Three and out punt. I think what was it? Twelve punts. Yeah, it was it was twelve to nine, and all those points came from the kickers. Yeah, there was not a touchdown scored. I remember I was playing. That's bad. I was playing. It's game, really bad. I was playing Xbox and I was keeping John updated with the game. And so like, what's the score? I'm like, do you want to know? You, you, you don't want to. You don't want to know. Like, it's not that interesting. It's like, I'm so glad I didn't pay money for Amazon Prime. I'm to watch so this glad. Game. I'm so glad on, on I Thursday. I on Bree's account to watch that. <laughs> Why? You know, like I, I'm so glad I I decided to watch Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson go three and out for four quarter street. <laughs> <laughs> four, not yeah. even four, five quarters straight. Oh, it went overtime. overtime. Sure enough, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I forgot about that. Five quarters straight. It no was touchdown. nine to nine. See what at one point? Oh my god, that's a bad twelve game, to nine dude. to win the game. That is such a bad year. What did fucking baseball score? What did NFL teams do to deserve, or what did NFL fans deserve for, or do to deserve? I'll tell you what we need after that game is free Amazon Prime shipping. That's what we fucking need <laughs> after it. watching that shit. Friday, that is promo code Russ. <laughs> use promo code dangerous <laughs> <laughs> that that next day that friday should have been like another uh cyber monday deals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, so look sorry for what made you go watch that game and then gonna have to do that shit again next thursday too oh that's gonna be i now the bar is set that low for games you gotta just be better than that game it can't get any worse yeah <laughs> oh shit this thursday night <laughs> game might 
you ever seen a a, a three and O game, mm. three nothing game? We might I'm about to. We might just see it. Uh, Justin Fields might throw for one hundred yards. Cross my fingers. See. Hey, he beat the over odds today. He mm. sure did. By a lot, didn't he? By like about thirty yards. Oh yeah, that's that's a lot for him. But now we move on to has Patrick Mahomes put Kansas City's offense concerns to bed? Dave? Uh my answer for this is yes for now. But what have we learned from the previous seasons? Mahomes cannot do it without his special weapons. And mm. I just feel like his team right now is not better. Is not better than his team last year because at some point oh. the absence of Tyreek is going to catch up with you in the offensive production, and Marquez Valdez Scantling and Juju do not make up for Tyreek Hill's, you know, absence. And if you can't see that now, then you will in the postseason for sure. And just as it is, you know, having a reliable tight end like Travis Kelsey, that's a great target to have, but he should not be your number one option. No, but I, I mean he's a generational talent. But like, no, as I a wouldn't quarterback, say a generational talent. I'd say a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. talent. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, well, as a, as a quarterback who's trying to lead a team to the Super Bowl and has all these, you know, he has a high powered arm. He can roll out the pocket. He can run when he needs to. He makes unbelievable passes. I just don't believe that Juju or Valdez Scantling is as good as Tyreek Hill. No, no, they're no, they're not. Absolutely. But I I, I would draw back. And, and say that last year, a lot of his woes came from him trying to force the ball to Tyreek and trying to force it to Travis. I think now what you see is, okay, they don't have that speed with Tyreek, so what they're going to be able to do is to spread the ball out. One week is going to be uh, McCole Hartman. One one week is going to be Juju. Another week, Travis is always going to get his targets and get his receptions, but it's, it's always going to be somebody different. So from a defensive perspective, you don't necessarily know who you have to – to, to game plan against when it came to Tyreek you knew if they were going to double him and block him off and make Travis or another receiver beat you now you don't know who which you know which receiver is going to beat you which week um but to answer the question you know I, I think so you know I think we can all agree like I just said the biggest question mark coming into the season was who's going to be the number one um you know Tyreek got traded to Miami and you know you kind of ask yourself who's the best receiver Juju Hardman you know is it Kelsey um but I will say though, in that Tampa that Tampa game, I think what we all saw is that it was never about Tyreek. It's always Kelsey. It, it was more about Kelsey. Kelsey has always been that number one target. Tyreek was just kind of that complement to his game because mm-hmm. he still consistently is getting his targets, even as really the only option that Patrick has when it comes to reliability. And he's consistently doing it week after week. Um, you know, we, we, we know that Tyreek creates a lot of mitch, uh, mismatches, but so does Travis, you know. And I think that when you have a tight end as athletic and, you know, um, capable as he is, it, it's hard to game plan against. Um, but I, th- I think a lot of it, we're not going to see the, the home runs that we've seen in, in, in years past. Um, I think that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in that run game is going to have to get it going because, you know, let, let's be honest. They haven't been what they've been running the ball the last few years. They haven't. You know, in order for you to be a championship-level football team you can't just rely on Patrick Mahomes in his arm you can't someone someone at this point I mean we're still real early someone's gonna figure out a way to to stop it absolutely you know um the last thing I'll say about it though is that I while I, I think that he put those concerns to bed when they played the Buccaneers it proved that Todd Bowles and that defense have not given up more than 41 points since 2018 and Patrick Mahomes just did that last week 
So I'm not saying that, you know, all of the concerns are to bed, but I think a good majority of them, you know, have been answered. And honestly, for me, was there some concerns? Sure. Losing Tyreek in the offseason and replacing him with, you know, the wide receiver two of the the um, Green Bay Packers and the wide receiver one of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. if you could even consider him. Probably not. Probably wide receiver. Number one dancer. Two, maybe. You would say Deont- wide receiver Deontay two. Deontay was probably number one. Okay, so Corvette, you're, Corvette. You're replacing. He, he was he was the oldest one, I guess you could say. I mean, probably the most mature, the more veteran. So, so you're replacing your wide receiver maybe. one with two wide receiver twos. Yeah, sure. Basically. So was there con- some little concerns to be made? Yes. Did he put them to bed quick before last week or before even tomorrow's game? I think absolutely. I I think, like you said earlier, their answer wasn't Tyree Kill. Their answers to everyone was Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey is a Hall of Fame tight end, mm-hmm. hands Agreed. down. But also, watching last week's game, who did they play last week? They played, that was Tampa? Tampa, yeah. Watching some of the play calls Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy make is outstanding. Oh, yeah. There's some, there's some concepts and things they do that I have never seen or even considered to come up with. Not to mention Mahomes throwing that touchdown pass to Clyde over to Lair. I mean, that's another thing that he just does. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he can... He finds out little spaces. He says, okay, I have this little, little window, and I'm going to fit. I'm just going to, you know, backyard pass, chest pass it over a couple people, touchdown. He just makes things happen like that. Now, was it a lot easier to just make things happen whenever you have, you know, Speedy Gonzalez down the field? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But now he, he could do that, still get production in doing just, you know, the most outlandish things you've ever seen on the field Mm -hmm. and then be Patrick Mahomes at the same time. Yeah. Like it's, it's just insane. So to say there was any concerns, sure. First couple weeks, you just wanted to see how it looks like without Tyreek. Now the last three weeks, I'd say they're besides like the Colts mishap and them. There's really no question about their offense is still legit. Right. Especially with those two offensive heads going at it so honestly their concerns have been put to bed for to me at least for the last couple of weeks i agree with that all right dave we move on to would you rather longman take this take it over for so this week's edition is cd lamb edition cd so i'm going to give you all a few receivers you say right now would you take this player or cd lamb okay first one is would you rather cd lamb or deandre hopkins are we having D-Hop? Are we having P-D-D-Hop? D D Hop? D Hop when he's on the field. D-Hop. Oh, yeah, D Hop. Yeah. Would you rather CD Lamb or T Higgins? Taking CD. Me too. I, I like the production T makes, but there's a. I, CD, I, CD has. He has had Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush as mm-hmm. quarterback. But the CD has also taken a lot of strides this year that mm-hmm. not not saying he's I didn't to, expect him, but like he's had to fill an Amari Cooper size hole. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's gonna be he's he's supposed to be that number one. And the first few weeks weren't looking too good for him, but he's continuously gotten better and better as 
as as the weeks have gone on. Dave, who you got? T. Higgins or CD's nuts? <laughs> I'll go CD. Mm-hmm. I'll go CD. Next one is: Would you rather CD Lamb or AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown. AJ. Would you rather CD? There you go, Corey. AJ yeah. Brown over CD. Yeah. Yeah. You're happy. Um, would you rather CD Lamb or Michael Pittman Jr.? CD. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. CD. Yeah. CD. Would you rather? And this this is gonna be funny. CD Lamb or Amari Cooper? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Interesting. Mm. I'll go Amari just because he's like guaranteed number one target on the yeah. Browns. Because what we've seen lately is, um, I forgot his name, um, yeah. 85. What's his name on oh, the Cowboys? Uh, Anthony Brown, maybe? Anthony Brown. Yeah. He's been he's been a like kind of hand-in-hand with getting targets with CeeDee yeah. Lamb. So I agree with that. I'll go to Amari Cooper just because mm-hmm. he's for sure number one. Yeah. Amari. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think a lot of it, especially what he did – now obviously it's it's about this year but what he did in dallas and what he's continuously doing in in cleveland with jacoby Brissett as your quarterback mm-hmm. you know not 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 to say cooper rush is any better but um i mean technically speaking well I mean, yeah technically yeah. speaking oh you know yeah that, that's that's another discussion I mean, for another day i mean technically speaking um, cooper yeah. rush is winning right now yeah. too oh, so yeah. um but yeah the, the next one is would you rather cd lamb or jerry judy mm, i just like jerry judy's speed after mm-hmm. he catches the ball yeah I'll go uh, CD Lamb just CD. because I'm taking Cooper Rush over Russell Wilson right now. That's a good point. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go CD too. I mean, I take the same as that, but if I like Jerry Judy, just mm-hmm. I like the the run after catch no, I, I, aspect I, I, I of Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy has been plagued by not having good quarterbacks over the last however many so years. Drew the last Locke. years he's been in the NFL, he got drafted to a Drew Lock situation. Drew so. Lock, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they're they're not quarterbacks that are going to elevate you. We thought that Russell Wilson was going to do that, and obviously he hasn't done that mm-hmm. just yet. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, Jerry Judy's a phenomenal player, but, you know, um, I'll, I'll go CeeDee Lamb on that one. It's close, but I'll go CeeDee. Um, next one is would you rather CeeDee Lamb or DK Metcalf? DK, just because yeah. his size, yeah. the speed he has with his size is insane, and it's something we really haven't seen since Calvin Johnson. Yeah. No, um, not, not not to compare DK Metcalf to Calvin no, Johnson. No, no, but, no, 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 no. But no. I agree with what Dave has to say. I like the the build on DK just because he's built like he's gonna come down with a fifty fifty ball. No, I, I agree with that. So I'm gonna go DK on me this too. One. I, I had to put this one in here because just both of them where they're at now and their their development in the NFL. I, would you rather CeeDee Lamb or Jalen Waddle? Jalen Waddle. I, think I knew you were going to say that one. I knew, I knew you were going to say Jalen Waddle. See, your brain, your brain went that way. I went, he's going with some Steelers wide receiver. Oh, no. God, no. So, I don't know how you caught on to that that way. But if I had to pick Waddle or CD, I don't want to. I'll go Waddle. Again, I like <laughs> Waddle's under the same situation as Judy for me, where I love watching him run after catch. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Jalen. Okay, just because CD CD doesn't have that explosion after he catches the ball, the same as Waddle okay. or yeah or okay. Judy. And the last one is: Would you rather CD Lamb or Devontae Smith? They like damn near the same I know. player. I know. They're the I same know. same build, same player. Basically, I'm gonna go with. I'll go CD. I go CD as well. 
I'm going to go with Devontae. Okay. Devontae. And that is, would you rather see the Lamb edition? That was a good one. I, wide receivers are definitely different mm-hmm. when it comes to just because of just the variety. Because like, like you were saying, you were trying to compare, you know, someone with a slimmer, faster build to someone like a DK Metcalf. Or right. Someone like um, comparing him to other speedier, speedier builds like uh, Jerry Judy or Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle. So. Yeah. It, it's just weird the variety of wide receivers you can have in the NFL. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then producing either the same numbers or, you know, completely different numbers. So now we move on to NFL Pick'ems for this week. Longman, I'll let you start it off. So now, I, also to clarify, this was before, made today. Before today. Before today, yes. This isn't based off of the results of today's mm-hmm. games no. or anything. These were made prior to today's mm-hmm. podcast. Um, we do, I don't know if y'all did the Thursday night game, but, you know. I did. Um, I, I mean, I had the Colts winning, but I, 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 I gave them both losses. <laughs> I, um, I would, too. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anyone really won that won that game or not the um, fans definitely did no yeah sure as hell not um first game london game i had the packers winning but danny dimes and, and the giants stole had, one in there had something different to say down Absolutely. there in london um i had the bills winning um today the chargers the texans i had the bears beating the vikings but i don't think that panned out very well no did it not. did well they only lost by seven but i mean yeah it didn't pan out almost um, New England beating the Lions. Um, I had Seattle beating the Saints, which almost came down to that, but, you know. Um, Dave did too, so. Yeah. Fucking Saints. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I did have the Jets beating the Dolphins today. Um, the Buccaneers beating the Falcons. I had Tennessee. I don't know if Tennessee. Did Tennessee win? Tennessee. Know? Tennessee winning. Did win, yes. Um, 49ers beating the Panthers easily. Um, the Eagles beating the Cardinals. Um, I have the Rams beating the Cowboys, but it doesn't look like that's panning out too well right now. They're, I think they're down 19 to 10 right now. Yep. Um, I have the Bengals winning tonight and then Kansas City winning Hold tomorrow on. night. You be, got the Bengals winning tonight? Mm-hmm. I got to be real. Hold on. You don't? You, you have you have the Ravens winning tomorrow? Or tonight? Huh. You trust Lamar over or Joey B? Okay. All right. Sorry. Differences of opinion? Okay. How, how did you get my be real in real quick? Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. just told me. I got to be real. Get out of here. Dave, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Right. Um, Thursday night, I had the Colts winning. That uh, panned out perfect with a fucking touchdown-less game. <laughs> um, I had the Packers beating the Giants. <clears throat> they lost by five in London. I had the Patriots beating the Lions. I actually thought the Lions were going to put up some type of fucking points, but they're sad as fuck. Uh, Damn. I had the Chargers beating the Browns. I had the Jaguars beating the Texans. didn't work out. Uh I had the Buccaneers beating the Falcons, of course. The Bills mollywhopping the Steelers. Okay, all you had to say was beating the Steelers. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> um, I had the Dolphins beating the Jets, it. but I didn't know we you were going to go down Mollywop. to a... Uh, talking about mollywop, the Jets mollywop the Dolphins, too. <laughs> 40 to 17. <laughs> the difference in points is smaller than your game. Okay. Well, it's still, it's still, it's still getting mollywop. The Dolphins, I had the Dolphins beating the Jets, going to New York and beating them, but I didn't think we were going to go down to a third-string quarterback. Yeah. Um, Skylar Thompson really disappointed me. Damn. Uh, I had the Vikings beating the Bears. I had the Titans beating the Commanders. I had the Seahawks beating the Saints. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> Same. 
I have the 49ers beating the Panthers, the Eagles beating the Cardinals, the Rams beating the Cowboys. Like Longman says, not looking too hot right now. I got the Ravens beating the Bengals just because they're at home, and Lamar Jackson is a freak with his legs as well as his arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the Chiefs beating the Raiders, of course. I all like right. it. So all these picks, for the most part, are all locked in already because I do uh, NFL pick-ems every week. Mm-hmm. So on what? On the ESPN app. Oh, okay. Might yeah. be good. Today I'm seven and four. So not bad. Kind of kind of rocking. Mm-hmm. Overall this season I'm forty one and thirty three. Oh boy, winning record. Sure, doesn't feel like it. <laughs> so I had I had the the Broncos winning Thursday night. As we've all mentioned already, no one won Thursday night. I had Green Bay going to London and winning. That didn't happen. I had my Bills beating the Steelers. Did that. Chargers over Cleveland. I did have the Vikings over the Bears. I had the Lions over the the Patriots, but damn near didn't score nothing. Mm. I did have the Saints at home versus Seattle because I like that New Orleans environment. I did have the Jets over Miami. I had Tampa over Atlanta, Tennessee over Washington. I really wanted the Texans to keep losing. Just try to go <laughs> for no wins and yeah. one tie, especially in Duval. Duval? That didn't work. Jags lost. I do have the 49ers beating the Panthers. Sadly, I do have the Rams beating the Cowboys. Doesn't look like that's happening. Not to mention they just threw a screen pass on 3-19. Solid. Um, do have the Eagles beating the Cardinals. And then the last two games, I have the Bengals beating the Baltimore Ravens and the Chiefs beating the Raiders. I like it. Now, I will have to say, me being 41 and 33, I think, I don't remember what my worst week was. There was a week I did very bad. Mm. We, all, we all have those. Also, another thing that I do is uh, college pickums. Mm. College pickums, I'm uh, 39 and 20. While the Rams just missed a field goal attempt. Are you kidding me? Nice one, Matt Gay. Wait a huh. minute. So, yeah, in college pickums, I'm 39 and 20. Pull me on game day. Put me on game day. I will be a guest picker any day. I'm mm. not making any more parlays till next Sunday. You should. I'm saying. You I should. just lost like fucking six today. Just call ESPN and let them on. Let us on with a Vegas course over Pat McAfee. In those I win. I'll, I'll text Pat. I'll text. I Pat. win a five hundred and sixty-five dollar <laughs> parlay, and now they're just like, let's just take all this fucking money. Mm. <laughs> happens, brother. It does happen. Not often, but it happens. All right, now we move on from football. Because postseason baseball is here. Yeah, yeah. As we all know, postseason baseball is here. The wild cards. Not featuring my Rockies. The wild. Oh, yeah, sadly. They'll, they'll be World Series champions next year. Sorry, what did, I, what did I text in the group chat? I said good teams are playing now, better teams are off for the rest of the season. Yep. That's it. That's it. So, there is one more wild card game that getting played tonight between the Padres and the Mets. Mm-hmm. Just real quick, who we got? Oh, winning tonight? Yeah. Uh, Padres. Mets. I have the Padres. Tyler has the Padres. Dave has the old Mets. Mets will blow it. Mets have blown the whole They've season. They've done enough of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll keep doing it too. <laughs> shout out, shout out, uh, Frank the Tank, losing his mind over <laughs> there oh, at yeah. Barstool. Uh huh. Oh yeah. That's funny. I love watching Mets fans just crumble. But as I've said, postseason baseball is here. We're about to have our divisional rounds. Yep. These are going to be exciting. They are. So far, the playoffs have gone in the in my favor. I hate you. 
I wanted Cleveland to beat Tampa because I don't like Tampa. And I wanted the second seed so I could play Cleveland, but, you know. And then I, I wanted the only chance that the Astros have to lose. Not saying there was a good chance that the Astros lose in the divisional round, but there was a better chance that the Mariners play them and not Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Statistics and history has shown that at least they have, like, a fighting chance. Not a good chance, but a fighting chance. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what I saw from them from place in Toronto. Listen, I don't know. it's a fighting chance. I didn't. It's postseason though. Anything can happen. Like I said, it's not a good chance that the Mariners come out on top of the Astros, but like it's better for me at least to think that that's that's their fucking curse, bro. That's their Achilles' heel is the fucking Seattle Mariners. I did not want to face them at all. I know that's what? that's why I wanted y'all to play them because. That's why I wanted the second seed so I could play the, so I could play the Guardians. The Guardians look awful against the Rays. The Guardians they, went to 15 innings scoreless they, with they, the Rays. They won the first game 2-1, to one, and then they won yesterday on a walk-off home run. In the 15th inning. Jesus. Oh, my God. Just getting – because I get updates on all the AL East teams. I just keep in touch with all of them. Mm-hmm. Watching an update every inning saying it's still 0-0 <laughs> until the 15th inning was just awful. And I almost, I, I almost broke down – and said, God, I wish there was a runner on second base at the beginning of every inning. But who's on first? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up right now. Oh, my God. I hate you so much. <laughs> that shit all started in Cleveland, too. So it just made more sense. I know you, you probably... Oh, you. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. No, did not. But that shit all started in Cleveland. So, I mean, outside of their stadium, they literally have who's on first. And it's like a big-ass little sign you can walk on. That's so awesome. I, I really hate you for that one. Mm. <laughs> but did I think the Cardinals were going to lose this early in, in the playoffs to the Phillies? No, I thought they would have had some. I thought it went three games, but they blew it in the they blew it in the, the ninth first, inning, first, in the first, first game. game. And I kind of just. I thought they would have some type of like sports magic where Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright, Yadier get this magical little boost in skill where they can just produce yep. and play in the postseason but nolan arenado and paul goldschmidt w- went one for 15 in that series so kind of hard when your two best hitters just completely don't mm-hmm. show up yeah um and then like we said the mets and the padres still have to play matt scherzer looked absolutely horrible Awful. while jacob DeGrom horrible. Looked, that's that's being too nice while jacob Degrom looked like jacob Degrom, which is what like a match schnitzel rob that's a new name. i don't think that even close <laughs> but yeah Again, um, like I said, Jacob DeGrom looked like Jacob DeGrom. I mean, he was sitting 101 for the first couple of innings. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to hit one-on-one consistent and then oh, yeah. that 94 slider. So Yeah, I, I, I could hit one-on-one. Like, like if, if, if you're hitting that consistently, that's, that's scary. Very. That is extreme. And then sliders and curveballs coming at Oh, my gosh. I keep, I keep hearing because, you know, you know how Twitter, Twitter do what Twitter does. Yeah. And they always think, oh, this player is going to be on my team next year. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Aaron Judge in a different jersey for the last two months. You better get used to seeing him in a Rockies jersey. I've seen him in a Giants jersey. I've seen him in a Cardinals jersey. I've seen him in a Miami jersey. Shit, I've seen him in a Red Sox jersey. That was I almost threw up mm. on that site. 
I don't know how, but I've seen him in an Astros jersey. I oh was like, no! I was uh-uh. like, I was like, first off, he we, would never. No, y'all would never. Uh-uh. And three, y'all got that kind of money to no. pay him, so y'all would have to lose just about damn near everything yeah. to get him in the outfield. So I was like, that's not a good business decision. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But to think that someone was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make this edit and put it on no, Twitter no. for everyone to see. Aaron Judge and puts, puts him in a pirate uniform. I mean, shit. I might as well have seen that mm-hmm. too. But. I hate I hate when people do that on Twitter. Is put other players in jerseys because so many people have put in Jacob Degrom in a Yankees jersey. I'm like, don't give me. First off, don't give me that glimpse because we don't got we don't got Jacob Degrom money left. We're still paying Garrett Cole. And hey, we got, need to pay Aaron Judge. Yeah, we got to pay Aaron Judge too. There's no no doubt we got to pay Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. But we 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 don't got two two hundred million dollar contracts to just hand to pitchers no. plus the 400 we're mm-hmm. probably gonna have to spit out for Aaron Judge so mm. yeah we don't maybe, maybe more maybe a little bit more we got money but we ain't got that money mm. down here in New York mm. but the postseason is gonna be fun oh yeah I don't it, it doesn't matter if your favorite team's playing like postseason baseball is like the is the best October mm-hmm. baseball just a month of the OVO season. Sure. Uh, the electricity and the atmosphere, just everything about postseason baseball, um, I'm, I, I, I'm just looking forward to it, you know. Um, hopefully we can do some, you know. Ho- congratulations to you for making it to the ALCS because you're going to sweep the Guardians um, with, with ease. I'm a little bit nervous you about say, You say that, but, but the Yankees but Adam, find a way to piss it's me the, off. It's the Yankees the and the Astros find a way to blow my party. <laughs> every guardi- time I bet on the them, I'll tell you that. do not have the offensive firepower nor the pitching to go along with the Yankees. And that's me being very kind right now. I'm really only scared of one of their pitchers because he really did dominate us. And that's um, McKinley or what's his name? McKinley. I don't think it's McKinley. It might be McKinley. Jacob. (laughs) Jacob. (laughs) Who is this guy that started the second game for the uh, Guardians? Oh, um, McKenzie? Tristan McKenzie? Yeah. Yeah. He's the only only person I'm really scared of because he he hurt he heard the Yankees earlier this yeah. season. Them in a uh, Class A. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hoping the Astros get past the ALDS, and I hope it's a hope it's an ALCS matchup between the Astros and Yankees. That we 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 have we have to do something for an ALCS matchup. I'm down. Like a watch part, like something, something. I'll watch. That, that would be. We could do a watch elite. party for uh, game one, and then we could do a watch party for every elimination game after that. Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. But um, postseason baseball, man, can't beat it. You just can't beat it. There's no better atmosphere in sports no. than playoff baseball, especially the closer and closer it gets to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Wild card, I can understand if you want to miss a couple of games to watch just because there still is a lot. Postseason, when it comes to the divisional rounds, when it comes to the championship rounds, mm-hmm. then when it comes to the World Series, the electricity, as you said, the fans bring to the stadium, the atmosphere that brings around sports, the sheer joy and passion that fans bring to these divisional championship and World Series games yep. is to a different level to any sport in any sport. I don't think this energy comes from the NBA Finals. And the only thing I could compare this to is the one one day Super Bowl. One day a year Super Bowl yeah. hype. Yeah. But you do not get seven a seven game series in the Super Bowl. You get one and done one, game. Yep. 
you get a seven game series you and don't even get me started on game seven or game five one of those you win and you're moving on or right i mean those games bring a lot of energy and a lot of stress and a lot of a lot of eyes watch those games yeah the only thing i will say though is that i don't like the wild card format i want i want the wild card is one game and then you know it's it's one or done i don't i don't know if i really like the the I best do. of i don't I know do, i do best like of three. Out of three i, I don't, don't know i like it but at the same time i get it didn't really make any sense to me that it was still only at one person's field. Like I know that I agree with that. I mean, it makes sense not to have to travel between days to Toronto all the way to Seattle, but it's just it was kind of weird the two out of three format. But yeah. I, I enjoyed that it wasn't just like you can fluke and win a game either, right? Because imagine imagine um, game two of the Seattle versus Toronto was the only wild card game. If you're a Toronto fan, that's very upsetting way to end mm. that season. Yeah. At least you had two chances to win, and you failed them both. Yeah. Good job. What a movie that is, according to Vlad. Vlad said last <laughs> year was the trailer. This year's the movie. What a terrible Must have been the second trailer this year. <laughs> Must have been the second te- teaser trailer. It got announced that the movie got moved back. <laughs> how do you get pushed back? Dave, how how you feeling about this, this postseason baseball? <clears throat> Postseason baseball is finally here, and the Mets are already fucking it up with an embarrassing loss to the Padres Friday. Is that how you're – are you going with the Mets from here on out? Well, my Super Bowl prediction was the Mets and the Yankees and Aaron Judge. Super Bowl? I mean, World (laughs) Series. I apologize. Got it. Caveman Jack's getting to me. (laughs) (laughs) But three of them sitting in front of you. Yeah, and the other four in my stomach. (laughs) The – the – Back to my Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Look, y'all fucking me up now. <laughs> World Series. World Series prediction was the Mets and the Yankees, and Aaron Judge walks it off in Game Six. So sticking to it, all right, one hundred percent. But that's that seven to one loss did not look too hot, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna take another L tonight. But I'm a ride with them. All right, respect. Mets, Mets Nation. Let's ride. ride. Yeah, y'all lost. <laughs> y'all are not gonna be cooking tonight. <laughs> I don't even know who's won't, won't 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 get a hit to the fifth inning. Who's pitching for the Seattle? Bassett. Oh, Joe Bassett. Musgrove. Yeah, you ain't touching Joe. Bassett mm-hmm. and Joe Musgrove. Drove for the Padres. <laughs> no. Oh, and not to mention the fucking Toronto Blue Jays blowing a 9-1 lead. Like, what the fuck is wrong yep. with y'all? I could have put a special kid in there to pitch and he oh would have come Oh, my Jesus. God. <laughs> oh, my. I could say I stopped God. watching that game after the, like, fourth inning. I just thought it was over. And then finally I get the final update and it's 10 Ten nine Seattle. I was like, "How did y'all yeah. blow such an easy lead?" And guess who put Toronto on their parlay? That guy over there. Yeah, that one over there. You did with Gossman pitching, and he just fucking blew it. No, he didn't. The coaching staff blew it by taking him out. Because mm-hmm. he yeah. was up like seven nine to one at that point. Accurate. Yeah, Joe Joe Musgrove's about to pitch one hundred and twenty pitches tonight, and probably Rams about to lose lose my last parlay. Tough. <laughs> Tough. What happens, brother? Hey, when some you lose some. I don't know. I thought I'd make rib commercials on. I was like, hey, at least uh, the make ribs back, but that's an Arby's commercial. Oh, so, oh my God, who knows what's in that meat? <laughs> you got them, but who knows what's in them? Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I mean, Long, you have any final takes about Mm-mm. postseason? Just buckle up. Buckle up. It's gonna be a wild one. That's it. I hope it's a wild one. Me too. 
But we move on to our final segment, our final takes this week. Dave, you want to start off? Yeah. How about Antonio Brown? Oh, Jeez. man. <laughs> so, uh, don't, don't, don't go there. Really swing for the fences on <laughs> this first one. What a start. Besides his, you know, off the field antics, I really think the Steelers could use him. Shut up. <laughs> So I think they don't put that bad voodoo. I think they should sign. Skip, skip. Don't put that bad. Don't put voodoo. that juju on me, Skip. I think I think don't the Steelers dare. should should sign Antonio Brown don't to a three day contract. A three day contract. Just so he can on play what? one more game on what, and then retire. Yeah. On Monday, he'd be off the team by Thursday. <laughs> no, I'm talking about signing a three day contract on Thursday so he can play Sunday. No, <laughs> on his last day. No. Um, Not even attempt to learn the playbook. Yeah, that like, might that might help Deontay drop some, but <laughs> if not, just sign Josh Gordon. You know the uh, the marijuana laws are lifted on the NFL. Yeah, you just got to worry great, about the hard shit he be doing. Great, great <laughs> history. That marijuana moss right there. Mm. So I think you know just give him a shot of Hennessy and some coke, and he can is, perform is, for is the this Steelers. A, is this a Steelers final take? What is this? Hennessy and coke. Yes. What give, a common oh Give Josh Gordon a shot of Hennessy and some cocaine, and he'll he'll perform for the Steelers. God, I'll tell you get, that. Move on. Oh my God. <laughs> he might play Somebody all else go. positions at once. God, dude. Um, I was gonna talk about something else related to this particular team, but I, I, after talking to. Um, Chris, Tom, Chris Tom played last night about oh, this. Okay. Um, I had to talk about LSU's 40 to, thir- 40 to 13 loss to Tennessee. I was oh, going to talk oh. about LSU baseball and what I've seen so far, but I just I just, I just, had to. Unrefutable. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say a few things about the game. That's it. Okay. Um, number few- one, I know you went you, you went to school with him, Jack Besh. Um, I think he's being un- underutilized in the offense. Um, and nothing against him, but you simply cannot drop opening kickoff. You can't. And you can say something about the sun being in your eyes, you know, whatever it is. That that kind of just put that that that, that took fans, the crowd. Bills fans knows that that sun <clears throat> excuse. They know about that. Stop. That that completely took the the crowd um, out of it and the energy out of the crowd right right off the bat. You can't um, go from calling Baton Rouge to dropping open yeah. kickoff. Um, special teams can't give up 14 points and expect to win against good ass good sec teams it just it can't happen um i'm surprised brian poland still, ha- still has a job today um he's been god awful for us in, in six weeks um Jaden daniels I, I think he played probably his best game yesterday and if you sit there and you say that he is the issue as to why we're not not winning then you obviously haven't been watching the game but i will say i i am sick and tired of of looking and watching him go through his first progression and then getting out of the pocket i need you to go through one, two, maybe three, and then consider that. Now, I know pocket has a lot to do with that. If you're getting blitzed, then you have to make adjustments, things like that. I'm sick of it. I really am. But he did play well yesterday, so I'll I'll, I'll keep that as a positive. Um, Will Campbell being out obviously hurt the offensive line because they looked lost and really just ineffective. Um, D-line couldn't get a push. Cornerbacks were getting absolutely cooked all game, and it looked like we played man the entire game, which – Whenever we they scored the first touchdown, I don't know why we continuously played man man on man coverage. Um, we kept getting pass interference, um, holdings. You know, it just just wasn't favorable for them. Um, what do you expect when you 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 at, from a defensive perspective when there are two wide receivers for Tennessee lined up to the left and our second defensive back is playing ten yards off the ball? They go for a screen pass and they gain nine to ten yards every time. It it it, it, it just wasn't a good defensive game plan in my opinion. Um, and to kind of wrap this up. Um, our wide receivers aggravate the absolute hell out of me. You know, it feels like they they can't get separation against man coverage. You know, they they can't make 
defenders miss. They may they make a big play, whatever it is. They can't. They have no yards. Uh, um, yards after the catch. They don't. They can't get separation. They don't have that that burst after it. I guess you can say. And it's it's really aggravating. It's it's getting to a point now where. You know, you might catch it, and I can rely on the Kayshawn Boutes, Jack Beshes, Brian Thomases of the world to make the catch, but nothing after that. You know, and and to, to finish this, my final takeoff. I'm glad that we're two and one versus zero and three in the SEC. But in every phase of that game yesterday, coaching, execution, from the players to the coaching staff, none of it worked, and none of it was effective. I mean, I have no comments on the game. I was at work, sadly. I guess. Yeah. Sadly, no, or no. gladly, I watched the probably. first quarter and halfway through the second, and I said, "I'm done with this." And I turn it off. I kept, I kept trying to sneak away from work. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, my mom has to text me." I'd walk <laughs> over, to, walk over to the lockers, and I check the score. Or I'll do it for a friend. We have this thing where whenever we need to go check our phones for something, we'll, uh, we'll be like, "Oh, I think, uh, I think, I think so and so just texted me. I'm, I'm gonna go check." And then me or him comes back and we're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so said that, um, you know, the Astros won today. It's like, oh, man, I guess you'll get them next time. <laughs> or we'll just we'll just be BSing some, some shit to go look at our phones. But uh, I guess for my final take today, Odo Beckham needs to just make a decision. I'm tired of this whole shenanigan you're – Oh, I'm gonna go visit this school. I'm gonna go visit this team. I'm gonna go visit this team. This isn't you getting recruited by a college, all right? This is the NFL. You're going. You just sign a contract to a team, whether it be the rest of the season, like, and then him making a decision today or yesterday, saying I'm gonna wait till mid-November to make a decision. Shut up. Just pick a team. You're probably gonna go to Buffalo because Von Miller and you have been talking every week. And if you don't go to Buffalo, you're going to Green Bay to go help Aaron Rodgers. One of the two. Either Lil Wayne is recruiting you to go to the Packers or Von Miller is recruiting you to Weezy. go to the Bills. Like, there's no, oh, I'm going to go back to the Rams. Oh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go here or I'm going to go visit here. You're not visiting college campuses to go see what college you're playing for. You're visiting NFL teams to see where you're going to play for. What are you, a child? He also hasn't played football in, since the Super Bowl. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to really play out whenever. He's like, I mean... We don't know anything about his injuries either, so we don't know how that leg is anymore. Right. We don't know if he's been working on his legs, so if he shows up, he could damn near tear another OCL by the time he's in week whatever mid-November is. So I'm tired of this whole Odell Beckham charade. Just pick a team, go play for the practice squad, go play a couple snaps, go get a couple touchdown passes. So... Sports Center can have their field day with you mm-hmm. and then just get out of social media for at least the time being until you get released at the end of the year and then do this whole shit next year. But that's just me. Dave, send us home. Well, the Steelers need to sign Antonio Brown. Um, Dave, you already went over this final take. I know. Worry about and your team. Tua didn't have a concussion. He just wanted to kick his feet back up and have a beer. Uh, other than that, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to episode 15. You know all all the usual. You know, check the Instagram for more updates. Um, we'll have a poll soon for sizes on our merchandise. And just simply vote on the poll and we'll get back to you. Thank you for tuning in.